in developing concentration, samatha, tranquility. It's a lot to do with the nature of time and letting go of time. To train the the mind to attend to the present, it needs to not create the past or the future. So is an encouragement the Buddha gave over and over again to let go of the past, to not create ideas about a future. So to develop concentration, a steadiness of attention, there needs to be a conscious relinquishment of memory, where we've come from. the lingering effects of this morning's conversations, activities, yesterday, last week, last year, our childhood. Consciously relinquish the past and to not create a future, to not be leaning into the feeling of the next moment where I'm going, what I've got to do later, how I want to develop, where I want this to go, where I'm afraid of things heading up. The conditioning of the mind is all around being a person traveling through time. Yesterday, tomorrow, today. Me remembering the past, me imagining the future. The mind creates feelings of self, feelings of time, and feelings of place. But self and time and location are all These are all conditioned, fabricated, dependent. They don't really have any substance in terms of Dhamma, in terms of the actuality of the way things are. But because of the conditioning of the senses, we create yesterday, today, tomorrow, last year, next year, We create feelings of identity, location. Me who was there, who is here, who will go there. Though to establish concentration, there needs to be a conscious letting go, particularly of time. Let go of the past, go of the future. To commit the heart fully to this present reality, the Pachupana Dhamma, the here and now reality. 
sanditiko, apparent here and now, akaliko, timeless. These are qualities of, of Dhamma, reality itself. So we use the objects of concentration, such as the breathing, anapanasati, mindfulness of breathing, or listening to the inner sound, it's called nada yoga. Subtle inner sound that, that we can discern in the background of our hearing, our perceptions. Take a, a simple, tangible object to help ground the attention in this present reality. That's the purpose of concentration. It's not because there's something sacred about the breath or about the inner sound or whatever object of concentration we might use. The feeling of the feet touching the ground in walking meditation. It's not that there is something special or sacred or unique, but rather than being some kind of special experience or special perception, we use these kind of objects simply to anchor the attention in the reality of what is. The here and now Dhamma, the Pachupana Dhamma. Oh, the mind can create all sorts of stories and ideas about mindfulness of breathing. What it should be, what it shouldn't be, how we can do it, how we can't do it. But essentially it's very, very simple. Many years ago, one of the monks commented to Lumpur Sumedho, I can't get the hang of mindfulness of breathing. It's, uh, it's way too difficult, way too challenging for me. I just can't seem to can't seem to get it. Alumpur said to him, "Can you be mindful of one inhalation? Can you do that? Yes, I can do that. Can you be mindful of one exhalation, one outbreath? Yes, I can do that. Okay." That's it, you got it. That's anapanasati. One inhalation. One exhalation. We don't have to make it more complicated, more demanding than that. A surrendering each moment into the, the feeling of this inhalation, this exhalation. Consciously letting go of past, of future, mental creations, judgments. It's a surrendering to that simplicity, the natural, uncomplicated feeling of the breath. Body breathing in, 
does it all the time. The body breathing out. The mind can create all kinds of shoulds and shouldn'ts, wants and projections, plans, how we'd like it to be, how we think it should be, how it used to be. All of that is extra. To develop concentration, keep it as simple as possible, surrendering to this moment to this present reality. Feeling the in-breath, arising, taking shape, ending. One in-breath. And a pause. Then the out-breath. Beginning. Breath flowing out and then ending. Simple, natural feeling, uncomplicated, unexciting, undemanding. Just feeling the body breathing according to its own rhythms. There's no need to make the breath try and be a particular way, deep or shallow or long or short. Just let the breath come and go as the body is inclined. The body breathes on its own. You've been doing it for a whole lifetime. You don't have to do the breath. The body breathes on its own. There's no need for an I or me or a mine to be involved at all. Anapanasati is not me doing the breathing, but rather it's attending to the body, breathing on its own. We can get so busy or so intense about the meditation that it seems surprising that we have been breathing our whole lifetime. It can be felt as a kind of chore or a burden, something stressful. This huge job you have to do the whole time, doing the breathing. That's just the habits of self-view, taking hold of, a, of the task of meditation. If that's what is felt, then know that, that stressful, burdened quality. And relinquish that, let go of that, relax that stressed and tense attitude as well. Just remind yourself just to let the body breathe. It's like letting the wind blow through the branches of a tree. Letting the sun come up in the morning. Does it on its own. 
You don't have to do the sunrise. You don't have to do the wind in the branches. You don't have to do the breath. Does it on its own. So there's a surrendering, a surrendering of those self-centered habits. Me trying to do something, trying to get rid of something, trying to become something. The development of concentration is a surrendering, a relinquishing, letting go of all those doings to attend to this present reality feeling of the breath flowing in. The pause, the end of the breath cycle, and the feeling of the breath going out. And then a pause, once again, at the end of the out-breath. Nothing more complicated, nothing more demanding or difficult than that. And when the mind is distracted, caught up with a sound that we hear, or a feeling in the body, a memory, an idea, with great gentleness and friendliness, just as if we are helping a, uh, a three-year-old to draw a picture, very gently, with great kindness, let go. Whether it's a sound that we hear, or a feeling, or a memory, as soon as you notice that quality of distraction, rather than being critical or negative, like scolding a three-year-old for getting the drawing wrong, We don't need to scold ourselves or criticize ourselves. No need to create frustration. With patience, kindness, firmness, let go. Surrender. Relinquish whatever it is the mind has taken hold of. The sound of the mower, the sound of a bell, We relinquish, let go, bring the attention back to the breath again. Infinitely patient, returning to the source. I often like to say it's a, uh, learning to develop concentration is an exercise in learning how to fail perfectly. We get distracted. Literally, the word means pulled apart, distracted. The mind is pulled in different directions. We fail. There is distraction. But the mind is infinitely repairable. No matter how many times it gets pulled apart, we let go. And there it is, 
wholly present once again. We fail, we lose it. The attention gets caught. By an idea, a memory, a feeling, a mood, a sound, a sensation. We notice that and let go. Come back to the center once again. And when the mind is caught, the attention gets snagged by a sound or a feeling. When it's caught up, annoyed with the sound of the mower or fascinated by a memory, when you notice that the attention has been caught, entangled, take a moment to notice how that feels, that caught-upness, entanglement, grasping. How does that feel? Just for a second, a couple of seconds, notice how that feels. Then the heart surrenders, relinquishes, lets go. The grasping stops. The attention comes back to the breath or the listening to the inner sound. And in that moment of the heart being free of grasping, how does this feel? Having let go, awake to the present reality, free of grasping, how is it? How does the heart feel? Unentangled. How is it? And let those contrasts speak for themselves. The heart in a state of grasping, entanglement, a stress, tension, a feeling of pressure, conflict, and the heart free of grasping, free of stress, spacious, awake, open, attentive. Let that contrast speak for itself. In this way, the heart will incline towards focus, concentration. It will enjoy being settled in the present. It will incline away from entanglement, distraction. It will incline away from creations of past and future to rest, fully attentive to this present reality. No past, no future. Just this. Perfectly simple. Peaceful. Spacious. Spacious.